How do I get to this eldritch hellscape that this house is on? And I'm going to talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The Rule 34 questions were last week. That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. If a wave of dragons are coming to raise my town and burn my crops, that's pretty awful to me directly. But I want to hear about your other shitty character. Of course, invest in a robotic flame of flame. This is the Debate This Podcast. Welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to argue over the important things, like comics, video games, and why first-person shooters reached their peak in 1997 with 007 Goldeneye, and everything after has just been a remake with better graphics. Oh, that's you're trying to not... start fights to, today. To that's, be fair, that's you're, exactly you're just... what Perfect Dark was, but okay. Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, that's just straight up it wrong. It isn't wrong. <laughs> that's fine. You can at me in your free time. My name is Matt Cole, and joining me today are Kyle... Short Bob with long side swept bang Harper, Todd highly volumized layered Bob Thomas, and Andrew Bob with soft fringes and outward curls Henderson. Mm, my nickname in college. You know, I was I was <laughs> struggling to think of what to tell my barber to do next time I went. So this is good. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I think Andrew had it right. Like I don't know how you nailed my college nickname so well, but you got it. If if my name was Robert, that's how my friends would differentiate me. <laughs> Oh well, the influ- I'm out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for debate. This. Uh, so we're just starting here and going up from there, right? Oh yeah, like, there's is- nowhere we can go but up now. All right, buckle, buckle up, listeners. Buckle up, because the influence of world builder type games grows every day. We've gone from Sims and Civ to Minecraft and GMod to the ever popular, ever communist brain melter that is Animal Crossing. The idea of building your own home has spawned more video game spinoffs than just about anything else in history, likely due to millennials' inability to ever actually build their own homes. It seems that the only idea that has spawned more spinoffs than that of building your own home is watching other people with stranger jobs and confusingly higher salaries buy their homes on cable TV. With that in mind, I've crafted a challenge which combines the sick, twisted world of Tom Nook with my own debilitating addiction to HGTV's House Hunters. I'm turning the guys into realtors as my professional butterfly-sniffing girlfriend and I are moving into the village, and I need a place to live. Our budget is limitless, our demands are ridiculous, and of course, we don't agree on shit. So my dudes, tell me about the homes you've lined up for me to visit today, and uh, give me the realtor.com listing of the home, just just the general overview. Butterfly-sniffing sounds dirty. That's yeah. That was a '70s drug. Not thing. to not to kink shame, but <laughs> that was a very mean and dressed up adjective. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I've seen so many of those house hunter memes, and they all just start to oh, sound believable at like, one point. Like or I'm a paper mache appreciation <laughs> artist, like, and then the other person is a professional mime. Yeah, like I'm a stay <laughs> budget home is reptile breeder. Dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, as a as a connoisseur of of home and garden garden television, is there like is there like an everyman like if you could wrap if you could wrap every dude and every uh, woman in these shows into like one like main caricature? What what would you say? Well, so it's like really interesting um, because HGTV has their like man's man, you know, like the the chip gains yeah. of the world. But then House Hunters lives in its own realm because it literally is everybody. And I've learned that there are two types of 
guys, like two types of main dudes on House Hunters. And it's young people with way too much money and way too high of goals and old people with really strange demands and more money that they don't want to spend. Okay. And they're all less than 12 months away from getting a divorce. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. They super are. <laughs> so I love the, the um, like, three months later, and you can clearly see that they aren't happy and that things aren't going well. <laughs> that <laughs> accent my part has become the, the bane of their existence. <laughs> hey, awesome. I, 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 I want to tell you how I'm going to win, so I want Kyle to go. Oh, okay. So, so Matt, I've got, I've got this gorgeous, maybe a tad unorthodox property for you today. All right. It's an incredible beachfront place located in a bustling port town of everything you would want. All within walking distance of this, of your new home are a cafe, um, an active port with a luxury cl- cruise liner. So things are always coming and going. Um, it's got good shopping, it's got a gym, and it's got a Pokemon Center. Um, so today I'm going to show you Glitter Lighthouse in Olivine City of the Johto region, because I think that I think we found your next home there, Matt. It is it, Glitter Lighthouse? Glitter Lighthouse is the official name of the lighthouse, not just Olivine Lighthouse like I thought before I l- looked it up today. So like Craft Herpes Lighthouse? I think more like what what the light in they, the lighthouse does as it spins around, it glitters. They took that description off of the uh, the Zillow listing, Matt. They didn't <laughs> want to put it that way. <laughs> All right, well, Todd, tell me about uh, what you have, and hopefully, it won't stick on me forever until I shower with acid. <laughs> oh, it's it's a special kind of sticky. It's a nostalgic kind of sticky, Matt. I'm here to offer you the house of your dreams. That's limited only by your imagination, and how many times you can type Rosebud into the cheat menu. I'm talking about your dream house from the OG Sims because you'll be living on some extra planar cul-de-sac with neighbors that don't actually exist in a road that disappears to the edges of the screen. The type of house is <laughs> <laughs> the type of house is exactly what you probably dreamt of as an eighth grader. That is to say, it has a pool, a cabana, and a robot butler that'll make you hamburgers and clean up after you whenever you pee yourself. Matt, the sky's the limit, and your seven hundred thousand square foot box house that has two floors, three hot tubs, seven electric guitars, three espresso machines, and no beds because you don't need them because rock stars pass out and then they sleep on the floor. And as you become the well-functioning adult you always thought you'd become, um, best of all, should you have the inclination to play God and throw a stranger murder party, that ultimate power comes with the ownership of this residence. All of that for the low, low price of. 20,000 simoleons. Don't ask me about the exchange rate. How do I get to this eldritch hellscape that this house is <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you just you just wait. It's sandwiched between what you two schmucks are bringing today, and everyone knows the middle house is the best one. That was the weirdest reboot of Blank Check I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, it's it's gonna get dark. Did did any of you three play The Sims? Like, were oh, you Sims hell players? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's going to be some good deep cuts. Buckle in. Great. I will plan on putting somebody in the bathtub and deleting the stairs. Not the bathtub, the swimming pool. Swimming pool. A sandbox game where you can murder people is literally the back of the box description that Matt looks for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've ticked all of my boxes. So, Andrew, why don't right. you tick a few more of them? Well, I can tick a few more because I know that you like two things. 
or in the outdoors. <laughs> That's not inaccurate. Yeah. So <laughs> let me present to you. Let me present to you your new bastion of tranquility, your mountain palace hidden among the trees, the Spencer Mansion from the Resident Evil series, Resident Evil One, specifically. Uh, the Spencer Mansion was originally built in 1967 for the wealthy British Earl Oswald E. Spencer. Mansion was built and designed in the Victorian style of the 1800s and embodies all of the ornate and lavishness of that period. Um, there are 28 decorated rooms. So pre-decorate this mansion comes pre-decorated. You won't have to move a single thing. All you need to do is show up. Everything's there waiting for you. You'll find an expansive dining room for hosting guests, a study, a private hiking trail, several galleries still containing some priceless art collections. Uh, there are stained glass. There's classical pieces. There's suits of armor. Ooh, suits uh, of armor. <laughs> don't, don't push them into certain patterns. We'll, get, we'll cover that in a bit. Uh, oh, good. And, and also, uh, you've got a separate guest quarters. Um, you can use it for an in-law suite or for, you know, other, uh, you can Airbnb it out. And finally, you get your own helipad. Who doesn't want their own helipad? Um, while no one has formally lived here since the Spencer family, there are plenty of support staff on site that have continued to maintain the property. Just don't engage them directly and everything will be, will be absolutely great. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of strings attached to this last <laughs> listing. Has... Has anyone been given the name Oswald at birth and grown up to be an upstanding <laughs> member of society and not a crazy supervillain? <laughs> uh, no. No, I'm I don't think so. Solid I don't think no. there are a lot of... Um, wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog's name almost Oswald? If it wasn't, <laughs> Oswald the Speedy Blue Hedgehog. <laughs> Oswald the Ocelot? <laughs> oh, no, he's, it was something he's else. Move quickly. It was something. It wasn't that. It was something else. There was uh, an Oswald in the Mickey cartoons as well. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oswald the rabbit. This yeah. all sounds good. And, uh, you know, I like Andrew's uh, chance for supplemental income and helipad sounds hella tight. So oh, I should disclose that this listing is sponsored part in part by the Umbrella Corporation. Oh, well, now they've they've never done anything bad that. ever. Hashtag hashtag ad. Sounds right. legit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely the first thing that pops up when you Google homes near me. Um, now, with that being said, speaking of Google, uh, while my girlfriend is busy sniffling butterflies, I'm too bogged down with my feral cat wrangling to be bothered with actually visiting any of these homes. And I've hit the Google Maps and I've seen the street view, but I'm going to need you to give me the virtual tour of the home. Tell me about the floor plan. Describe some rooms and amenities to me and give me the general overview of the decor. All right. So, like I said, we're talking about a, a legitimate lighthouse here. So we've got a nice five story lighthouse. It's got an observation deck on the lantern level of the lighthouse up at the very top. You can walk around. Beautiful views of the ocean for miles. Um, and you've got a nice outdoor area on the third floor as well. So you can, you don't have to go all the way up. You can have a nice seaside outdoor picnic barbecue on the third floor of your home. It's great. Uh, glitter lighthouse comes with seven bedrooms, zero bathrooms. Um, wait, it's got hold, its on. Own hold on. <laughs> wait, no, hold on. There's a, there's our first hand wave of the, of the evening. Can Sorry, you, do, you, do you need to poop? <laughs> do do we poop? I I do poop. 
I do, in fact, poop. Can you? All right. Can you Listeners, fill me that in has on been, that? that has been this episode of Do It Poop, <laughs> Matt Do Poop. So, so what? Where am I to poop, Kyle? I don't know. Uh, the, the cafe that's in walking distance. The ocean. It's your own guy. We could put business. in. We could put in a bathroom. I'm not saying it can't have bathrooms. It just doesn't because it's a lighthouse, not someone's home right now. So it's a little bit of a fixer upper, but. Um, you do get, you do have five floors to work with, seven rooms. Um, it's recently been renovated, um, before the renovations, past occupants complained of falling through the floor a lot. We fixed that problem. Okay, that's a big plus. And, um, if, if you buy this property, it comes with its very own Ampharos for you to, to have that runs the lighthouse for you. Um, is that is that a Pokemon s- that is shaped like a lighthouse that just no, does it, lighthouse things? <laughs> it's a it's a Pokemon with a uh, a very bright light on its tail. So it's um, that it, that is sick. He's like a, the, he's like a dumpy Dragonite. Yeah, and it gets it's it. sick in the game. So you you might have to take care of it from time to time. But other than that, he runs the lighthouse portion of it, and he's really good at his job. So just to clarify. Do I have to do anything with the lighthouse? Do, like, what, what are my responsibilities if I move into this property, if any? Um, you, don't have to, you don't have to do anything except maybe care for the Ampharos when he gets sick. Um, but other than that, he <laughs> runs the lighthouse. He, he, shine, he turns on his tail and, and guides those boats in. You are free from all of that trouble. Okay. I was looking for a house, not necessarily a pet. Um, I have a lot of those, what with the feral cat wrangling and the butterfly sniffing and such. Um, but perhaps things can be worked around if it's a, an employee and less of a, a dependent. So listen, my OK, so I'm going to tell you about mine because mine doesn't require you to file a W-2 for a Pokemon. So much like anyone who's ever built a house with no financial limitations. The overall flow of my house can only be described as open concept, and we didn't think this through. So, <laughs> I, I, frantic and chaos. Big old, big old I, pair of air quotes on that open concept. I, I drew big boxes and put a roof on it and filled it with shit. So, that's what you did in the original Sims. Anyway, I have it on good accord that I hear you like old suits of armor. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my house also has old suits of armor and more than Andrew's listing. It's also got an unnecessary moat and it's got a large room full of wicker chairs and a concerning amount of urns laying around. Ignore those last two things. Also, it has seven different. Why are there so many wicker chairs? Oh, we'll get to that later. How can (laughs) how many is a concerning amount of urns? I'll tell you what, whatever number you think in your head, it's more. more. There's, there's more. <laughs> so I would, I would like to ask you a question. Yeah. You asked me to ignore those last two things, and I would yeah. like to ask you, what happens if I choose not to ignore those last two things? Um, I'll tell you what. We're, we're going we're gonna to get back to them, but I've, I've got more for you, Matt. So also, I heard you're concerned about toilets. That's fair. <laughs> um, your house listing here has seven different toilets just hanging out, but I want to make it clear, you don't need toilets because you have a robot butler that'll clean up your human messes and just wait until you see all of the lawn gnomes and the fireworks that we can combine for fun explosions and 
And if you like seasonally appropriate themed decorations that come as various pay for play downloads, boy, are you in luck, my man. I, I got your listing right here. So you said seven toilets, but you didn't specify bathrooms or bedrooms. And I'm curious about that. Well, so here's here's the thing in my in my stupid Todd brain. This is the very first house that anyone made in the sims when they found out that there was a cheat code so you probably just drew a big goddamn box and then you didn't even care about putting (laughs) walls in it you were just like couches hot tubs toilets got it so 17 uh, pinball machines 17 pinball machines got it so uh yeah um the the layout that's what i i really want to drive home the the we didn't think this through um plays into the open concept layout here it's if you think about that's how where all the charm is <laughs> well if you think about what a what a country kitchen is sometimes just like a kitchen that opens up into a big long like table your whole house is a country kitchen but it's like a country bathroom and kitchen and guitar studio and Wicker chair, urn repository. (laughs) Okay. MC Escher nightmare. (laughs) I've been left with some questions that I hope will be answered. Um, But I I want to hear about my last property option. Andrew, can you walk me through the layout of uh, Castle de Spencer? So, Matt, you are a man who appreciates fine things. Uh, I, I know this I know about you. I think you have a. While you might not seem to on, on the on the surface, you have a, a taste for the for the life of luxury. Now the Spencer Mansion quadruples in size of anything that you've heard today. It contains twenty eight individual rooms across three floors in a basement, totaling what we think to be approximately ten thousand square feet. Now that's a lot of fucking space. That is a lot of fucking space. <laughs> Not only do you have the inside space, but you've got the entire Spencer estate. Outside is a private graveyard. Uh, very cool gothic imagery. There's vines all over the place. Uh, behind the graveyard is a secluded path um, leading up to the, the Trevor guardhouse. So it, picture, picture yourself entering in the, uh, breathing in the, uh, the the lush mountain air of the Arclay Mountains nestled inside near to, near the uh, the remote town of Raccoon City. You follow the secluded path while avoiding the dogs up to the expertly crafted double wooden doors made of imported Pacific Northwest maple. As you walk into the grand foyer, you immediately notice the early 18th century Victorian inspiration. To the left is your main dining room, complete with. Uh, Victorian era paintings that match the aesthetic and a gigantic table for entertaining guests. Uh, after dinner, you take your guests through the, the tea room that's uh, located around the back and then, uh, or the fully stocked bar behind the tea room. You can walk them through your plenty, your inexplicably seven gal- art galleries that uh, showcase <laughs> your new collection of suits of armor and more and more paintings that more paintings than anyone could ask for. You'll also find on the second floor a library, sitting rooms, two bedroom, and and one bathroom. I Twenty-eight have, rooms and I one have, bathroom. I have <laughs> questions. Um, I have answers. What? I, 
they're both pressing and I don't know which is more pressing. And and when I ask them, I can't explain why I'm asking in this order. Why is the ratio seven art galleries to one bathroom? We here at Umbrella Corporation <laughs> feel <laughs> that aesthetic is very important to the overall existence. Now, everyone, everyone do poop, but mm. not everyone do have suits of armor. And that's a very important distinction. So for Matt, someone who appreciates the finer things in life, we feel it's very important that he get a taste of the luxurious by being able to display his new collection. Okay, so that's my other concerning question is you did not really spend much time talking about um, the the dogs that you had to avoid to get into the front door, and I'd like to talk oh, don't more worry about, about the, the dogs. dogs. I wouldn't worry about the dogs. So you're saying um, they don't pose any threat? Um, I wouldn't worry about the dogs. So as you walk through the, the private, sprawling hiking path, you you'll sprint uh, encounter through the hiking path. As you walk casually through the private hiking path. As you path, stroll through your private hiking trail. As you look where you're going and check, check your six at different times, you will find the Trevor Guard House, which acts as the, as like I said, the in-law suite or the, uh, the detached uh, estate. Now, this, ha- this comes with its own set of bedrooms and its own bathroom, so technically two bathrooms on the estate. Um, oh. Yeah. And, and Previous guests staying at the guardhouse, people love this guardhouse. And, and like I said, if, you're, if you don't have the people coming in, you can actually use it as an Airbnb, bring in other people. You know, it's a great way to make a little side income. Uh, previous guests staying at the guardhouse have noted the unusually tranquil nature of the estate, saying that they're put to see, sleep by faint sounds of running water. Definitely don't go underground. There's absolutely not a sewer guarded by man-eating sharks. Anyway... <laughs> I feel like we're having a Before dog, we go on, Matt, dog you, situation Matt, again. Matt, you have your concealed carry, right? Because you're definitely going to want your concealed carry permit before you uh, before you uh, check out this house. So mostly I'm now, concerned that like I just keep inheriting pets every house I look at. It's like it comes with a no, pet. No, 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 no. There's definitely not a man-eating shark. It seems like a man-eating shark is something really specific for you to bring up if there definitely isn't one. There is absolutely zero man-eating sharks in the sewer b- uh, below the Trevor Guardhouse. Okay, so I would like to point out and give credit where credit is due that I asked for, like, a virtual tour, and Andrew gave me, like, the Oculus Rift-powered 3D rendering that I can 360 click and drag around. Kyle gave me, like, a pamphlet that he made on Microsoft Publisher and Todd gave me the crayon drawing that he did in sixth grade of his dream home for a science <laughs> to, project. Okay, I'm not going to fully argue with all of that, but to be fair, to get a full tour of your whole home, when you walk in the front door, it's all there. Open concept. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the line of sight for a human being is only impeded by the natural like hills and valleys of the, the earth. So, I mean, truly, you can see to the horizon in your front door. Human sight is only only obstructed by the curve of the earth, if you believe in that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, Matt, there's one more thing I want to leave you with. Of course, uh, there because is. I more know, pets. Yeah. In addition to the la- the life of luxury, what you what you really need the most is entertainment, and there is nothing on God's green earth that's more entertaining than the Spencer Mansion. It is full of unique mandatory mes- fun. <laughs> yeah, the mansion is full of fun secret passageways and hidden chambers. Guaranteed to entertain even the most avid puzzle fan. 
fill your pockets with as many crests and arrow tips that you can find because you never know which brass emblem could lead you to a new area. It's very, very fun. And, and don't worry if you see, if you happen across any of our enigmatic housing staff, be sure to say hello from a safe distance. Uh, just don't linger too long. They take their work very, very seriously. They don't mean any harm. They just want to ensure your stay is as pleasurable as possible and will definitely, absolutely not eat your brains. The way that you, like, really hit the word fun really hard makes me think that it's not actually fun. No, it's super fun. You can collect, like, ten small keys. Um, mm. You probably won't be able to, like, carry six of them. <laughs> The keys are inexplicably as large as a revolver or a shotgun, but you can definitely carry like two of them and three crests and you'll probably need to manage like putting stuff down. Like you won't be able to carry everything. These are really big crests, but anytime you see like a, like a hole, like a, like a six sided hole, there's probably like a crest that goes there. So just pick up whatever you find. It's super fun. It's really, can, really cool. Can you finish the rest of this episode without saying the word crest? Crest. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I've gotten at least some semblance of a tour of these properties, uh, everyone knows that when buying a home, the most important thing is location, location, location. So tell me about the property, the neighborhood, and the area of the world that I'm in. What can I do there? Who will I meet? And Andrew, please leave indoor puzzles out of the equation. Thanks. <laughs> um, so besides the fantastic ocean view that I've harped on, that totally isn't an eldritch hellscape or an isolated cat mansion in the woods where no one can hear you scream. Um, it's just a normal, <laughs> a completely normal city. Like I can't, I can't stress enough how normal this, um, how normal Olivine City is compared to the other two options you're looking at. Um, it's got, like I said, it's got a, um, it's got a nice um, port for, for ships to come in. Um, every now and then you may get a chance to ride the luxury liner SS Anne. It'll take you to the Kanto region. You can um, drop you off in Vermilion City and you can go all around there. Just get back on. It'll bring you back. Um, can't recommend the SS Anne enough. Um, now, Matt, let me ask you a question. All right. Do you want to be the very best like no one ever was? I do. I do. Because, <laughs> because Olivine City has a um, officially registered Pokemon gym. Ah. Um, so you can begin your, your um, Pokemon League challenge there. Fight gym leader Jasmine. And then if, if you do that and you get wiped out and you, you're really thirsty and you want to drink, it's got a nice cafe. Go get there, get some tea. But um, the some of the sailors from the port like to go there to blow off steam, so you might uh, get in a couple fights. So just be careful, but Wait, really wh great wh place. Why are you getting in fights? Yeah, why are there fights yeah. while drinking tea? They're, they're, they're big, burly sailors, and they got, they got a lot of steam to blow off, and they do it by, um, well, not necessarily fights, but dog fights. Um, and Ooh. more, Ooh. and but don't worry; these are sanctioned dog fights oh. um, by oh. the Pokemon League, so you're fine. You you can win some money there if you really want. I dark. really question the legality of the things that you just suggested. I do all for fun. all on the yeah. up and up. Can't yeah. stress enough. Completely legal, fully sanctioned by the Pokemon League. 
you get prize money if you win. Like not just like not just like back alley betting money, but like legit can put it on your taxes prize money. All all on the up and up, I swear. It's you're gonna love it. It's a fantastic city. Everything is in walking distance. Did I mention that? Can walk anywhere. Anywhere. You can walk there. <laughs> or ride a bike. Or ride a bike if if you so choose. But but everything's so close you can walk there. Hey Kyle, Kyle. What's in the town? Like besides the Pokemon gym <laughs> and the cafe. Um there is also a Pokemon center, like I said earlier. Well, um, what if I'm not into Pokemon? Am I going to yeah. enjoy How are the schools? <laughs> there are no yeah. schools. <laughs> no schools okay. in, So uh, I've got Alvine I've City. got strong feelings over communities that homeschool everyone, so I don't what about like public public works? Like, is there a library? Is there like, are there public, is there public transportation? No is library. There... Um, again, <laughs> you can ride the SSN. Any, you you any... get that, you get that, get that, uh, that cruise pass. You can ride the SSN anytime you want. What, what about like government? Like, is there like, is there like a ruling? Is there some sort of like ruling? Oh, the group? Pokemon League handles all of that. All all conflicts, laws, all handled are by settled the by dog League. fighting. Right, yeah, don't don't worry about that. It's all taken so sanctioned. Paid this is for a completely. Um, this is we, a completely we, anarchist we cleaned, commune. We cleaned up the the crime syndicate. They're not around anymore, so you don't need to worry about them. Um, some ten year old, some ten year old <laughs> so beat their boss the in a. In a in a dog fight, and he just left, and it, and and they dissolved, and and they're gone now. So there's no crime. Yo, you're great. How is there no crime if there's no law? Exactly. Okay, can I tell you about mine now, Matt? I yeah, don't wanna... you know, I am I am both intrigued and concerned about legally sanctioned dog fighting, and would like to move on to Todd's Eldridge Hellscape. The, no, the animals Matt. enjoy the fighting. Did I not mention that they they love it? I don't as know much that you can say that as someone who's not an like animal. This, this I don't like that this Michael, really Michael Vick on the podium situation we've got going mm. on here. So here's the thing, Matt. The neighborhood that I'm bringing you today, the house in the neighborhood, it's the best neighborhood ever because it's filled with houses and families that you've given up on and live in other failure houses that are probably modeled after your best friends from ninth grade and pop culture icons from that time. So it probably these other houses in the neighborhood, they probably include things that resemble humans, but stretch the limit of the Sims character creator. So just for reference, I mean, your new best friend or your new best friends are Dan with the big face and Benny short arms. And just down the street is, is just down the street is Jenny Stevens. You know, the girl you always wanted to date, but you were too afraid to talk to. Well, you know what? Now who's not cool enough, Jenny? You're talking to a god man with an armada of robot butlers carrying plates of burgers, Jenny. But the thing I got to tell you, Matt. You gotta act fast before Jenny marries Benny Short Arms and becomes Jenny Short Arms, and then the whole neighborhood gets messed up, all because probably a younger sibling logged on and played from that other house. But the point here is that this neighborhood is they're all either either pre-generated families that are very vanilla, non-threatening, and not into dog fighting, or is that are those dog whistles for white, Todd? Are you trying <laughs> to No, I I, I'm not going to talk about how property values are higher in a certain corner. That's some, that's some shit. So what, 
what your neighbors are are the other mistake houses that you started building, started to fill up with your friends like as characters, and then said, nah, it's not cool enough. Or you build a house that was really shitty, and then you found the endless money code, and you never looked back on your disgraceful house. Uh, see, it's a rookie move. You never want to be the the richest house on the block. Ooh, okay. I am going to say this is the nicest house. Well, you're the, the biggest house in the block, but maybe not the nicest. So there's always that one really, really, like, McMansion house that comes in The Sims that no one ever, like, raises their money and, like, works hard as a character and then ultimately buys. No one wants that. Your house is limitless in, you know, square footage and toilets, whereas all their house has is a veranda. So, yeah, you may not want to be the nicest house in the block. You're just the biggest and most posing and geometrically simplified house okay so that's cool and all like about the house and stuff but what else do i do like what else what else is there other than people who look like people i've met before but only a little bit and maybe if you squint your eyes what else do Um, i do okay this sounds like every nightmare i've ever had so (laughs) so for fun you can throw house parties if you put out some balloons that ultimately deteriorate and pop signifying ritualistically the party is over. (laughs) You can summon strangers to your house and have your robot Butler make hamburgers for them. And that is when the fun begins, Matt, because you are the host with the most. You just, to get into your house, they have to swim across the moat, which that not that they know, but like then they're contractually Why is this the obligated. First we're hearing about the moat. Oh, no, the this moat? is the second oh, we're hearing about. No, I mentioned the moat. Oh, um, okay. There's a very small sign um, on their invite that says once they've entered the moat, they are contractually obligated to abide by the rules of the death house. Um, so the death house. Whoa. Oh no, that's a third act reveal. I've said too much. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well then um, i have a question I, yeah. I i would like to raise my hand i have a question go ahead yes um, you, you what the, the, happens <laughs> what happens when matt walks 20 feet away from his house and then falls into the in, the endless <laughs> void <laughs> you, you should so in the sims you could actually be a flat earther because if we're referencing the original sims that was before the expansions when you could leave like the confines of your compound um yeah. <laughs> so nothing um when you, <laughs> you when cease you, to be <laughs> when you so if you so choose to to take a job i don't know why you would you have endless money But if you so choose to take a job, you are picked up from your house every day, which is nice. You you get public transportation and then you disappear into a void where time flies by at an incredible rate and then you come home. So, you know what? Don't worry about what happens outside there. Right. Come on, gang. Like we don't we don't need to think about that. Matt, I'm also going to suggest that you don't go swimming in any of the pools. Just a hunch. So, so okay. All right. I <laughs> while while nothing says nostalgia like ninth grade girls, I was too afraid to talk to, and the strange allure of the endless void. I'm really curious to hear about the property that uh, that Andrew has for me. So, Andrew, go, talk to me about what else I can do outside of the Spencer Mansion. <laughs> you don't go outside the Spencer Mansion. Picture this. You wake up, you wake up to the sounds of birds chirping. No car alarms, no sirens, no homeless people pooping on your front stoop. 
barely any civilization at all. You get up, you throw on a sweatshirt, grab some coffee, and step outside to see the red-orange glow of dawn set against the backdrop of the rolling hills of the beautiful Arclay Mountains. From your window, you can see what looks like miniature figures of cars in the distance. Well, that's the nearby town of Raccoon City. The sleepy mountain community has all of the creature comforts you need to make your stay here as perfect as possible. Hey, if you're looking to change careers, why not consider applying to Umbrella Corp? Oh, there it is. <laughs> there just so happens to be an office located conveniently close to your location in Raccoon City. Surprisingly close to the Spencer Estate. Not only would you be living your best life, you'd be doing it while working alongside one of the country's premier supplier of best-in-class pharmaceuticals, medical hardware, defense solutions, and computer systems. Raccoon City has consistently been ranked as one of the best places to live by the annual Umbrella Corp Real Estate Report. A hiker's paradise, it perfectly blends the small-town feel of the Midwest with the outdoor enthusiast tourism attractions of the Pacific Northwest. Residents may seem standoffish at first, but you'll quickly come to love their quirky demeanor after sticking around for supper just once. Just remember that accidents happen, and in the event that you do come across something that may look dead, it never hurts to shoot or stab it in the head, just to be sure. I was worried that I kind of gave away a little too much that I was the kill house. Don't think I'm the kill house. I There think is I'm the nothing only not absolutely wrong with Raccoon City. It is, it is a beautiful, sleepy mountain town complete with very, very not dead people. You said not dead. They're very, very not dead. That that all tracks. That all sounds legit. I don't know if you guys have ever been like actually pitched by someone from high school for a pyramid scheme. This and, guy has. Or <laughs> sat with your family yeah, listening to a uh, timeshare pitch. But it sounds a lot like what Andrew is doing, where like it sounds really good and then it takes a turn and then it comes back and sounds really good again. And and I'm I'm not going to lie to you, Andrew, the middle sounds good. But these turns, these turns raise questions for me. I feel like you're trying to sell me Cutco knives, but I was the definitely knives, sitting here thinking Andrew's done this before. But <laughs> but the knives you're trying to sell me aren't knives. They're actually undead dogs that will eat me. There are no undead dogs that will eat you in Raccoon City. And remind me again, the stat, how many how many sharks are there? There are zero sharks waiting to eat you in Raccoon City. The way that you're saying this, though, makes me think that there's uh, something's not quite on the up and up. Is the house actually in Raccoon City? Todd, I, I feel like I've been pretty clear. Now, when I say there is no death in Raccoon City, there are zero dead people in Raccoon no, City. It's, but I think that leaves. I think that's a very uh, leaves for a very good. Light living experience, uh, which is why Umbrella Corporation voted it the third best place to live in 2018. How about that? What, what, what was other, one and two? Have, do you have reports from any other sources? If I go in TripAdvisor Raccoon City, am I going to find this kind of a reputation? We don't feel that TripAdvisor is a really reputable organization. Just <laughs> anyone can go on there and make a vote. And we tend to get some people that say some. Not super nice things about us. Very, very untrue. What you need to know is there is no death in Raccoon City. Well, on that note, I, because this is House Hunters, have some ridiculous need. And 
you know, being house hunters, it's probably for an extra bedroom in which I can store all of my feral cats and or a three story barbecue for my wife's father to use when he visits from the Ukraine or something (laughs) else ridiculous, inevitably shoehorned shoehorned into a house hunters episode. And in the spirit of that, I would like for you to tell me about what the thing is that makes this house the home. What's the special feature that no other house has and makes it way too good to pass up? It's a lighthouse. I don't know what else to say (laughs) beyond (laughs) at the top of this, at the top of your house is a beacon that guides ships passage and home safely. And isn't that awesome? And it comes with it. You get your own Pokemon with it. I mean, I I don't I didn't think I needed to sell it much more than you get to live in a lighthouse. <laughs> okay, all right. I, Strong point to point out exactly what you've been saying since the very beginning, and not leave anything up to question. Uh, Todd, what about you? The subtext. I feel like the subtext there is not you. You get to live in the lighthouse, but you have to live in a lighthouse. No, no. And you get saddled with your own Pokemon, no. your own personal <laughs> burden. No. You have to. You have to supervise a Pokemon on an eight-hour shift, and sometimes yeah. it's, it gets sick. Yeah, no. you just are you just trying to take get Matt to take a job without any pay? No, of course not. Because this sounds like a job. No, it's it sounds lots like a bad fun. job. You live in a lighthouse. It's really cool. It's 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 that's, really fun. That's like saying that's like saying you work at a pool all summer. Oh, but you have to sleep in the lifeguard station. Like, <laughs> oh, did you guys not sleep in the lifeguard also, station yeah. when you? Uh, also, it, you get the opportunity to watch over all these cool people. And in case anyone drowns, just kind of yank them out. Are now, you into now, dog fights? I got a good, a good lead yeah. on some dog fights. Now, you guys are putting words in my mouth. I didn't say any of that. You, you said get dog to live in a lighthouse, Matt. It's fine. It's great. You said dog fights a lot more than I think a person should say dog fights in a real estate listing. I don't remember that. <laughs> so Did, it doesn't do you, count. <laughs> <There> it <is>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, I've got you. All right, please so, do. So, so here's the thing, uh, uh, why this is just too good of a deal. 20,000 simoleons. You know what, how much that is in U.S. dollars? I don't. I don't either. So you're, uh, you're <laughs> omnipotent. <laughs> you're, so your omnipotent house designed in a Mountain Dew fueled fever dream will be the talk of the neighborhood. Or at least what's left of it after the culling of those who tried to leave your housewarming party a little too early. Your new (laughs) reasonably priced box home comes with the powers of raw as you can create and destroy and smite all those who fall victim of your abuse of the debug menu. You need mountains, Matt? You got mountains. You are only limited by your imagination and the pixel capacity of like Windows 98. So, so did Benny steal your girlfriend? Then let's drain his mortal happiness down until Sonny the tragic clown comes to cheer him up and haunt his dreams. Then we'll lock him in the flaming wicker prison and delete the doors, Matt. Best of all, I took a turn. Yeah. Well, there's more. Best of all, should you decide to delete the pool ladders and lessen the neighborhood population, you get a special visit by the Grim Reaper to decorate your lawn with urns and tombstones. The supernatural and immaculate landscape home of your dreams is all within your Cheeto-covered fingertips, Matt. It's all here. You get it all. 
everything we've talked about today feels very culty. Like very <laughs> no, no, culty. It's not, it's not a it's not a cult. It's not a cult. Jenny just should have loved you first. It's not a cult. Okay. Not, not a cult. So hopefully, let's move hopefully on. Hopefully you don't have more than four friends because having more than five people on screen at one time will fuck your computer. Oh, it's going oh, to torch it. To a, you're going to count every pixel on yeah. the flame in the Wicker Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Least favorite Nick Cage movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Andrew. Tell me about the thing in the home. Local residents of Raccoon City might appear to look on you with disdain, but trust us, they're just jealous you didn't take advantage of this great deal. Now, you might hear rumors like, the mansion is built atop a sewer, or there's a secret laboratory in the water guarded by a man-eating shark where horrific science is being done to rewrite the mortality of man, but these are all simply fables. Tall tales that have been passed down through the years since the Spencer's residence. In actuality, this is your chance to live the life you always knew you deserved, nestled securely in your own personal mountain paradise. Better than that, you'll be helping out Umbrella to solve some of the greatest problems plaguing our society today. Your investment will contribute, in part, to initiatives like providing clean water to third world countries, curing the world's deadliest diseases, or evolving humankind to resist death's mortal coil. You'll, your work with Umbrella Corp will be some of the most fulfilling of your life. So much so that it might feel like time has become arbitrary, like night turns into day and back without a thought. And maybe a day turns into a week or a month. Maybe the idea of eternity becomes less of an intangible concept and more of a reality. Whether you willingly work with us or not, you can be assured that your sacrifice will be for the betterment of the evolution of man. Huh. So... What? <laughs> I umbrella corps. So wait, the, the, <laughs> your, the life, good thing, your life is our business. Make sure you read the fine print really well on, on this uh, signing. Hold Matt, on. I want to make sure that I got it right. That the good thing that I get, if I get this house is that I have suits to of armor. Yes, myself. exactly. Uh, You'll get plenty of suits of armor. You'll have, did I mention the 28 rooms? Because there are 28 motherfucking rooms in this, in this piece. Still only one bathroom though. Eh, one bathroom. It's a there's big a half bathroom. bath you can in do the a lot hallway. With it. There's a half bath in the hallway. You can turn one of the seven galleries into a bathroom. If <laughs> Anything's you're really a bathroom creative. if you want it to be. Anything's <laughs> <laughs> a bathroom if you want it to be. Okay. Well, that was a journey. And now it is time for everyone's favorite super secret bonus question. So, the best part about Animal Crossing and any other sandbox game is unhindered Manifest Destiny inspired expansion. I hired you as a realtor, but I need you to work as a contractor. Tell me about the expansion you're building me, thanks to me inheriting a field of perfect peach trees. <laughs> your, your peach trees are, are your, that's what your oil magnate is? I is peach trees. googled how to make lots of money in Animal Crossing, <laughs> and that's what it told me to do. It didn't tell you that to go when it's raining and fish and catch the coelacanth? I yeah, have, catching beetles. I have 100% played more Sims, more Resident Evil, and more Pokemon than I have ever played Animal Crossing in my life. So, yeah, um, my my knowledge of the argument is vast. My knowledge of the basis of the question is minimal at best. So <laughs> that being said, I have a field of peach trees, and I think that Tom Nook will give me money for those if they're perfect. And Wikipedia tells me they will be so. 
what will I be being built? <laughs> that wasn't Matt, that sentence. Shh, we're going to move on, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, we're going to take your five-story lighthouse and build as many stories, <laughs> to add as many stories as you want to it. Um, and we're going to put you at the top. You are going to live at the top of your very own 100-story lighthouse, which at this point is more of a tower. But, um, but that's what it is. So all those rooms can be anything you want. We can, get some, we can hire someone else to take care of that Amphros for you, so you don't have to, you don't have to do any maintenance on the, on the lighthouse part of it at all. Because um, we're also going to make you a gym leader, which is the closest thing to royalty in the Pokemon economy. Um, so you're going to have, you're going to have um, staff underneath you doing everything you you need. They need you need them to do. Um, you're going to have ten year olds coming in, and you're just get, and and challenging you to these dog fights, and you're going to win because you're you got your own hundred story lighthouse, and who can top that? So. <laughs> I wanted my answer to be similar to Kyle's, that we were just going to add more floors to your two-story, 700,000-square-foot house. But The Sims had the limitation of two floors, so we can't do that. I'll tell you what you are getting, Matt. You're getting more house. You're getting a lot more house. <laughs> okay. So we're just, we're just blowing out the back and side walls, and we are going to... Uh, I think you, if you held control or shift, you could just. <laughs> You're drag. literally shift clicking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could you could shift click and just drag the whole thing. You're going corner to corner on this property, my man. You have no more outside area. You don't need it because your house is just square footage. That's all it is. Everything you, outside your house is now the void because <laughs> you have filled up the entire plot of land that your your existence is. If so, when you're if you have kids and they get dropped off from the school bus each day, for them to go from one side of the screen to the other in the school bus takes about 32 seconds and it's all house the whole time so you are getting more house you're getting more beds you're getting more guitars you're getting more robot butlers you're getting more suits of armor i think that robot butlers and suits of armors were the two most expensive things you could get. So we're filling it. We're filling your house full of that. You've got rooms you don't even need to use anymore. You got a room, and when you're done with it, you just you just delete the door. You don't need that room. That was a room you used once, and you threw it away. Your house is going to either become your party mansion or your death dungeon. I don't know. Dealer's choice. Or both. Oh, yeah. Who needs to choose? You've got so much money. You've got two floors, one for each. All right. Well, then, Andrew, talk to me about uh, your expansion to the Spencer Mansion. Yeah, so we don't feel like the Spencer Mansion necessarily needs more rooms. There are plenty as it is. There are enough sitting rooms and art galleries to, to feed a family, so to speak. What we do feel like the Spencer Mansion could use is an upgrade. Uh, a, call it a facelift, if you will. Some people have, have in the past complained that some of the textures were a little eh, muddy, a little hard to, hard to perceive. So we're, we're going to update the layout. We're going to make it look cleaner. We're going to make it look sharper. But what we're also going to do is we're going to upgrade the staff. Uh, a lot of the complaints that we've received in the past is, is some, some, are, some are very mean, some are off a little out of spirit, but some are fair, which is maybe they're a little slow or sluggish or uh, a little unlively. We're going to update those workers. We're going to make them faster. We're going to make them stronger. And we're going to make their heads red. Oh, oh, what does making their heads red do? Yeah, that sounds like it. Would you wait? wait is it a, like I, is it a crimson I, color? I, I, would you call it crimson? I, I, so I, I said quicker, faster and stronger. Did I not? 
Yeah, faster, you, you read the Con- yeah. Kanye West lyrics. Yeah, mm. yeah, faster, stronger, mm. and, uh, and 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 yeah, you might you might perceive a a, a darkish reddish hue, um, but they're going to be more capable individuals. And uh, if they are dead, set them on fire. What? What? <laughs> um, what? Huh? Wait, are we? I, I thought we were done talking about this house now. What? I thought I said faster and stronger. I, I don't. I, <laughs> You're putting words in my mouth. I'm probably coarse. Yeah, this this is weird. I thought we were done talking about Todd's wicker fire dungeon. Um, oh, we're not. Well, with that being said, uh, this is the part of the episode where my butterfly sniffing wife and I have to go to some picturesque location in the middle of the downtown of the city that we're living and awkwardly discuss the three housing options that we have with that you now have one final opportunity give me the closing statement give me the last pitch as i walk out the door to go meet with my wife over local artisan coffee and awkward conversation and eye contact with the tv camera all right matt me let me read you a quote yes i have a dream and it's not some mlk dream for equality i want to own a decommissioned lighthouse and I want to live at the top, and nobody knows I live there. And there's a button that I can press and launch that lighthouse into space. Uh, that's Stanley Hudson from The Office, but that could be you, Matt, if you buy Glitter Lighthouse in Olivine City in Johto region. And I want you to live that dream, Matt. So, Matt, we've already made reference to the 1994 classic movie Blank Check, and in sure have. my... In this house, for the low, low price of 20,000 simoleons, you get to live that dream. I'm sorry, are you saying Somalians? Are we trading? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Simoleans. I've never played The Sims. Is, is that, what, is that Sim- the currency? Sim- Kyle just got felonies on the brain here. Simoleans. And I need to really enunciate that. That's the currency of The Sims. Um, so... You can do that for the low, low price of 20,000 simoleons. Matt, you get to make this house be whatever you want it to be. With your power, because with this house comes the ability to activate the debug menu and then become God. Um, With this power, will you inspire hope and happiness in the neighborhood? Will you become a death lord that surrounds people in lawn gnomes and then debug drags fireworks to land in the wicker chair nine by nine death room? It's that one. It's definitely that one. It's probably that one. Matt, that one. you get to live your dream in this house. And you know what? If you don't like it, I'll tell you what. Just keep all that debug money, move one plot over and start over, baby. You got choices. The neighborhood is only ready to be filled by you and your weird, twisted fever dreams. <laughs> Speaking of weird, twisted fever dreams, (laughs) go ahead, Andrew. Matt, let's face it. The minutia of your current life has left you without a sense of worth or purpose. You're just simply counting down the minutes on the clock that is your meaningless human existence. In the grander scheme, your life is not much different than that of the common housefly, which you swat away without a second thought. Why not join the Umbrella Corporation and let us give you that much-needed purpose? Through Umbrella Corp, you will break the chains of mortality. Laugh God in the face as you watch the rest of the world burn in hellfire through your new, enlightened state of being. Also, suits of armor. 28 rooms. Well, um, I I have at least six full-length feature movie reasons why you shouldn't go to Andrew's house. (laughs) (laughs) 
think seven seven games now. Oh, two seven games. Yeah. Well, not to count Gaiden games. Well, with all of that information to consider, my wife and I have a very long conversation over locally brewed artisan coffee in a small picturesque park at a picnic bench, awkwardly looking at each other and making eye contact with the camera. So. Well, I take I'm really I'm really glad that you guys decided to get married halfway through our podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot we weren't married. Um, well, in that case, let me use a different strange metaphor. I'm going to take God, some please debate this pretzels and take all of your debate this answer chocolate and melt it in my debate this microwave, then dip my debate this pretzels in the answer chocolate and come together with a non-denominational <laughs> holiday small but sincere gift package for my debate this relatives while well, you give me some good vibes tell me what was good about the other guy's stuff did i have a stroke what was that <laughs> <laughs> so so matt took my typical debate this food metaphor but made it not gross and pervy That's i usually true. default yeah. to talking about <laughs> making just... debate this sausage <laughs> Oh, oh God! Which is okay. interesting because usually Matt takes something and makes it worse, and makes it gross and pervy. I would so like to good. say that two people <laughs> brought up death in today's podcast, and neither of those two people were me. Hey, I am playing to my character. Which um, is I want Kyle to, to say nice make things. A murder house. Shut up, so Kyle can say nice things about us. <laughs> so, um, I mean, of course, like, how can how can you argue against? the house that gives you the powers of God in this universe. Like Todd, come on. (laughs) The Sims house, like the endless money Sims house. Of course that's amazing. Like good, good, good job. And I hate you. Um, and Andrew, very kudos on staying in character the whole time. Cause that was a delight. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Even though I'm pretty sure if, if I did pick your house, I would become a zombie in 20 seconds or less. There is no death in Raccoon City. I am. Um, I, I really enjoyed the lighthouse that I didn't know I cared about. Um, it was I was really pretty, pretty hard sold on the lighthouse until I started hearing about all the strings attached. And I was super on board until the dog fighting thing. But that was a that was a fun ride to get there. Um, <laughs> it was uh, I, Andrew's made me realize all the bad things. Kyle's thing made like it sugarcoated all the less than stellar ideas. Like, Oh no, that's you want this Pokemon that you have to take care of. It gets sick sometimes, but doesn't don't everyone. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) And, uh, and, and Andrew, same to what Kyle said. That was, that was a fun ride. Um, I, I did really feel like you were dragging me into a multi-level level marketing scheme the entire time. (laughs) Only this MLM was going to end up with me, being stuck uh, playing Moonlight Sonata to open up bookcases and fending off right. dogs nice. in the front door. How many, <laughs> yeah. how many sleazy sales pitches have you sat through to, to nail that, uh, that sleazy sales pitch you just gave us, Andrew? That Sorry, was... did you say sat through or given? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes to both. Because the Either. answer is yes. Either or. Um, yeah, Kyle, that was awesome. I, I think Pokemon is always like, when you think about like, oh, that would be such a fun world to live in. Mm-hmm. No, no, it would not at all. And, and, and it, it, you like kind of going through that and be like, oh, that's so fun and whimsical. But it's like, also, your entire it, life and economy ten, is based on dog fighting. Like, there's 10 oh. year olds running around with nuclear powered yeah. dogs fighting each other. 
Yeah, there was there was an issue, but a ten year old took care of it, so it's fine now. Right, and we don't have crime anymore because a god child came through and wiped everyone clean. Like, there's no law. There's no there's no infrastructure. Like, this is a completely Pokemon. There is only Pokemon. This is a completely anarchist world ruled by ten year olds, and I love it. What a nightmare! (laughs) And it's the best. Uh, Yeah, Todd Sims was Sims was a really fun choice. Um, I feel like you and I both played to our strengths today, which you picked playing God in a, in a uh, Cthulhu nightmare, an Eldritch nightmare, and I picked Murder House, which is definitely our, our wheelhouses. Well, now that I have daintily packaged all of my debate this chocolate-covered pretzels, I think it is time for my girlfriend slash wife slash partner and I to come to a decision as to where we will be continuing our careers as professional butterfly sniffer and professional feral cat wrangler. And much like every House Hunters episode, I came with a list of demands that I didn't fully explain to you. And none of the houses meet but all are of the actually demands. Very, very important. Exactly. And it all came down to the banisters. Yep. So, with that being said, I'm, I'm in an interesting situation here because two of the houses come with forced employees that I then have to fill out taxable information for. And two of There's the no houses taxes in Johto. I don't know if you realize or heard all this. There's no <laughs> the economy is based on nuclear dog fighting. And then two of the houses also came with like a lot of death and significant amounts of murder. And Choose then your own death amount. Two of the houses yeah. were in very nice picturesque areas where I could enjoy lots of outdoors activities. And so after much consideration I will choose one house to eliminate first, and that will be the house that everyone else watching the episode will say, why didn't he pick that one? And that one for me is going to be the Sims house. Sorry, Todd, you lose. Uh, I liked it a lot. It was a great idea, but that ever encroaching void makes me a little nervous, and I'm not sure how I feel about being limited to where the bus takes me. I want you to know the void is actually the darkness of your heart. And it only comes after you if you feed it. Okay, well, with that being said, that leaves me with the two most picturesque locations, the Glitter Lighthouse and the Spencer Mansion. And after much consideration as to what will work for me and my blossoming family, I have come to decide that I am not well enough equipped to employ a full staff of house help and so I will be choosing the lighthouse and moving to the shores of Olivine City to spend my time watching the SSN go by. I won by being the only house that won't kill you. <laughs> that is exactly how you won. Congratulations, Kyle. I never said you would die. Actually, he was very clear that there's not that, death. There is no death in Raccoon City. <laughs> he said it a lot. An uncomfortable I, amount, actually. And uh, in fact, none of those times made me believe it anymore. It's it's like when a realtor keeps winking at you and saying there's really nice schools. Um, like, you yeah. know what he's trying to get to and yeah. you don't feel good about it. Yeah, exactly. So I definitely have got to give a lot of props to the sleazy sale pitch, though, Andrew, because it was it was a one. Yeah, absolutely. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening to debate this. Follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DebateThisCast and the website of the same name that I always forget, DebateThisCast.com. 
If you like what you've heard today, please leave us a review so more people can hear our dumb, stupid, dumb arguments that we will continue to come up with until further notice. Until next week, I'm Matt Cole. I'm Kyle, short bob with a long side swept bang harper. I'm Todd, highly volumized layer bob Thomas. And I'm Andrew, the bob who has soft fringes and outward curls Henderson. Saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come bite us by the swing sets, nerds.